0: Welcome to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreau, where I reveal the incredible stories of legendary people nearly forgotten by our history books. Today, I'll be talking about Jean-Francois Champollion, a French Egyptologist who deciphered the ancient writings on the Rosetta Stone. Jean-Francois Champollion was born on December 23, 1790 in Fijac, France. He was the youngest out of his four surviving siblings and always suffered from poor health. Champollion became greatly interested in Egyptology after hearing of Napoleon Bonaparte's widely publicized Egyptian campaigns. In 1799, Napoleon's soldiers there discovered the Rosetta Stone, the possible key to finally deciphering Egyptian hieroglyphs. Inscriptions in three languages decorated the stone. Two of them, Greek and Coptic, had already been translated. The third language was in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Linguists had reason to believe that all three languages bore the same message, So if scholars studied the hieroglyphs by comparing them to the other two languages, it was thought that the ancient Egyptian alphabet could finally be decoded. Although the British soon confiscated the stone from the French, copies had already been made of the inscriptions and the French scholars were hard at work. At only 16, Champollion knew that he, too, wanted to devote himself to this study. Champollion attended the College de France in Paris, where he studied Oriental languages and dabbled in rebellious political activities. He became a history professor at the age of 19 in 1809 and continued to teach at Grenoble College until 1816. During this time, he married Rosine Blanc. One of the reasons why Champollion was so impressive was that he had extraordinary linguistic talent. By the age of 20, he could speak or read Arabic, Coptic, Hebrew, Latin, Greek, Persian, Chinese, and others, as well as his native French. Knowledge of these languages greatly helped him in decoding the Rosetta Stone. From 1821 to 1824, Champollion dedicated most of his time to translating Egyptian hieroglyphs, using a printed copy of the Rosetta Stone's text. But he had a major rival. A British scholar named Charles Young had already made some progress in translating the alphabet. Unfortunately for Charles Young, he made incorrect grammatical assumptions and other mistakes that hindered his ability to move forward. Champollion's major breakthrough came when he discovered that the Egyptian hieroglyphic alphabet was not only ideographic, but also phonetic. In other words, the alphabet consisted of both spelled words and symbols that signified words. The last piece of the puzzle fell into place on September 14, 1822, when Champollion deciphered a key verb to the text. Realizing that he had finally cracked the entire code, Champollion ran down the street, yelling to tell the news to his brother, but promptly fainted from exhaustion on the way. The Rosetta Stone's text consisted of an agreement drawn up between Egyptian priests and the Pharaoh Ptolemy V. Known as the Decree of Memphis, it essentially granted the Egyptian priests certain privileges in exchange for decreeing the Pharaoh a god. Although a rather mundane document, the translation of it made Champollion an international sensation, gaining both admirers and enemies. After publishing his findings, Champollion was sought out by antiquaries, linguists, archeologists, and even nobility. In 1826, he was appointed curator of the Egyptian collections at the Louvre Museum, which he and his brother organized and greatly enriched. In August of 1828, Champollion decided to see Egypt for himself. He co-led the Franco-Tuscan expedition, where he and his group systematically explored ancient Egyptian archeology, span during their travels, Champollion kept journal entries, complete with reports and sketches, which he later published. Although the expedition was tainted by occasional looting and damaging the tomb of Pharaoh Seti I, Champollion brought back not only a wealth of knowledge, but also 10,000 francs worth of artifacts. After he returned to France, Champollion was appointed to be Chair of Egyptian History and Archaeology at the College de France, the same college he had gone to. Despite his success, the mentally and physically exhausted Jean-Francois Champollion died from a stroke at the young age of 41, on March 4, 1832. It is said that his life motto was, Enthusiasm, that is the only life. Because of his linguistic brilliance, fiery dedication, and intellectual enthusiasm, we now have access to the language of the ancient Egyptians. If you want to investigate this extraordinary person further, my sources for this episode include the books Egyptian Diaries, How One Man Solved the Mysteries of the Nile by J.F. Champollion, the book The Rosetta Stone and the Rebirth of Ancient Egypt by John Ray, the article The Decipherment of the Hieroglyphs in the Journal of Egyptian Archaeology, newworldencyclopedia.org, and britannica.com. Thanks for listening to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreau, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.